1: This ride is just insane! We're gonna go 165 feet in the air. We're gonna drop down 180 feet, like an 85 degree angle. You ready? I hate you. I hate, you, I hate you, I hate you. And now we're going into an Embleman maneuver.
0: <laughs> an maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> an maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> you say an I don't know, an Enema? An Enema an- an- maneuver. maneuver. I had that last week, actually.
2: Coast in the country. Marcus Lachac.
1: From WGN TV studios in Chicago, this is Coast in the Country. I am Marcus Lachac welcoming you in to episode six of the podcast. Of course this is where we run down everything that is happening in the theme park world tell you about all the great places you can travel to across the country and just have some good old-fashioned family fun today we're taking a little bit of a breather today i would say uh we're here in chicago we're not traveling anywhere necessarily we're gonna run down all the theme park news that happened this week there was a lot of great stuff that happened and i've gotten a bunch of messages from you guys and i want to get to some of those and i'm gonna play one of your voicemails that's right I even got a voicemail. I don't get a lot of voicemail. This day and age, everyone texts and emails and tweets, everything. So when I, my phone's blinking, I'm like, yay, my phone, I got a voicemail. And it was not like somebody in the office saying, you got a package in the mail room. It was actually a very interesting voicemail, so I'm going to play that. First, I want to tell you how that you can get in touch with me if you'd like to do so. You can send me an email my email is mleshock at wgntv.com. That's M-L-E-S-H-O-C-K. So shock at wgntv.com. You can also call me, as I mentioned, if you want to hear yourself on the broadcast, you want to hear yourself on the podcast. My phone number is 773-883-7892. 773-883-7892. You can leave a voicemail there if you want to hear your voice on the show. You can submit your story suggestion on marcusleshock.com. Click the Submit Your Story button, and then just follow me everywhere on social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm just at Marcus Leshock. Very easy to find. There's no excuse for you to not find me and to not follow me. I want all of you to be in my circle. I want to connect with each and every one of you and talk theme park goodness. That's what we're doing. Uh, so before we get to your messages though, uh, let's go ahead and do some news here. First up, we're gonna head to Mason, Ohio, home of Kings Island. I love Kings Island. Everybody loves Kings Island, right? Of course, Home of the Beast, Banshee, Diamondback. They got a lot of great coasters there. And uh, there have been a, lot of, a ton of speculation on what Kings Island's gonna be doing for 2020. They added the antique cars this year, which are pretty cool. I saw some of the video of that, I haven't gotten out there yet, but they look fun. Antique cars, everybody loves that, but really everybody was looking forward to 2020. What the heck are they doing? All kinds of rumors that they're getting a giga coaster there. If you're new to roller coaster lingo, that's a roller coaster that's more than 300 feet tall, like three to 400 feet tall. I talked to Don Helbig of Kings Island about this earlier this year at No Coaster Con, which is the American Coaster Enthusiast event that goes down in the winter in Chicago every year where parks come and they talk about what they're working on and all that good stuff. I talked to him a little bit off camera, off the record. And I got to say, when I walked away from that conversation, of course, he doesn't tell me anything. Like they don't they don't tell me I don't get insider information on what a park's doing ever from any of the parks. They don't do that. But just beating around the bush a little bit. I walked away from the conversation thinking, wow, maybe they're not getting a gig. He really downplayed expectations. That's that's what I was taking from it. Maybe he's just doing his job well then because they've been clearing a lot of space throughout the off season there. And now the park has officially filed plans for a large coaster. People have been going to the village, requesting those plans. The plans are out. They have leaked online. They are everywhere. And enthusiasts have been all over this, right? But there is a, a TV station in Cincinnati, WCPO TV in Cincinnati, They have a reporter out there who has been doing some investigating, and they put together a report with the plans this week. I want you to take a listen to this. Here we go. Only on Nine On Your Side, a new look at what's to come at Kings Island thanks to some newly filed blueprints.
0: Two weeks ago, Nine On Your Side was the first and only media outlet to report that Kings Island had actually filed plans for a new coaster. Consumer reporter John Mataristo is uh, here
2: to show us the new coaster blueprints. What have you uncovered this time, John? Yes, we found something new, Craig and Tanya.
1: Yeah, how about, first of all, I want to stop it there because I watched this and I was like, wow, those anchors are are treating this so seriously. Do you notice that? This is a real news story for them. When I come on the air here in Chicago on the WGM Morning News and I talk about roller coasters, the I star rolling. It's like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> So it it was very just totally perplexing to me to see, wow, this is a real serious news report going on here. All right, let's play it one more time from the top here. Only on Nine On Your Side, a new look at what's to come at Kings Island, thanks to some newly filed blueprints. Two weeks
0: ago, Nine On Your Side was the first and only media outlet to report that Kings Island had actually filed plans for a new coaster. Consumer reporter John Mataristo. Is uh, here to show us the new coaster blueprints. What have you uncovered this time,
2: John? Yes, we found something new, Craig and Tanya. You know.
1: This just into the WCPO newsroom. The Dippin' Dots cart has moved off International Street. John is here with more. What have you learned, John? into the cpo newsroom the blue ice cream is taking on a different hue this year john is live on the scene good morning john good morning craig okay i kid with john but no seriously it's very refreshing to me to hear this but i'm gonna okay let's go ahead and play the rest of the report now i'm gonna stop goofing on this because uh it's pretty good it's pretty good all right here we go Nine On Your Side, a new look at what's to come at King's Island, thanks to some newly filed blueprints.
0: Two weeks ago, Nine On Your Side was the first and only media outlet to report that King's Island had actually filed plans for a new coaster. Consumer reporter John Mataristo is uh, here to show us the new coaster blueprints. What have you uncovered
2: this time? John? Yes, we found something new, Craig and Tanya. You know, it was a couple of weeks ago that we broke the news that Kings Island's planning to build a giant new ride known as Project X. Well, tonight we have much more detail. These are the latest blueprints filed with the city of Mason today for a 300 foot tall giga coaster. Now, the first set of plans showed only the foundation, but look at that. These show the actual roller coaster. It would load at the old firehawk base then head east toward the miami railroad and return plans show a helix or a corkscrew turn i love that a helix or a corkscrew turn
1: he is dropping knowledge on the audience you could tell the difference between a media member who shows up to the media days and the people who are scrolling through the forums like myself john well done He continues.
2: Near the end, possibly with a tunnel as well. Now, enthusiasts at KI Central Forums have been decoding the blueprints.
1: I'm not kidding. This dude is in the forums. He is in the forums geeking out about this ride.
2: All day long. They say the coaster's drop should be about 300 to 305 feet, which would make it as tall as the Eiffel Tower. See the plans and read more on WCPO.com.
1: How about that? Shout out to John, just rocking it on TV. As I mentioned, you can can tell a person who really loves this stuff. And it comes through in his reporting. I think he's done a great job with this from the scene. He's the man on the scene in Mason, digging into what's going on there at Kings Island. And I'm excited to meet him at the media day for this thing because you know I'm going to be there. So, all right, let's talk about these plans. It appears... That, yes, Kings Island is building this giga coaster. It looks like it's going to be a and m giga coaster. And it looks like it's just going to be a giga coaster at 300 feet tall. And going through some of these same forums that John was talking about, it 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 seems like a lot of people were disappointed at first because you would think this is a Cedar Fair park. And Cedar Fair, of course owns Carowinds, and Carowinds has Fury 325, which is another giga coaster made by B&M, and it's 325 feet tall, so you would just think that the next giga that they were going to build would be 330, maybe a little bit higher than that, but it looks on the plans like it's going to be just over 300 feet. Now, this is the other thing about enthusiasts sometimes, is for how long have they said, build a giga, build a giga, and then King's Island says, here's your giga and the enthusiasts say, make it taller, <laughs> make it taller, you know? So yeah, we'll see when it's officially unveiled exactly how tall it is, but, um, it also doesn't look super long either, but there could be some elements to this thing that we're not seeing in the plans. That's often the case too, that just don't come up in the blueprints. So, uh, I'm going to post a link to those. If you want to see them, wgntv.com slash coast in, I think that, uh, it's exciting, nonetheless. Anytime a company is making a big coaster investment in a park, and if you're in Chicago, where I'm at, it's not that far of a drive to Kings Island, to Cincinnati, to get there. I don't know, about four, four, four and a half hours, I want to say, something like that. Maybe it's a little bit longer than that, but it's not that bad of a drive to get down there, and they've got a lot of other great coasters at the park. All right, moving on here. Universal Studios in Orlando officially unveiling its new coaster. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. I can't even say all that. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. That is the name of the ride. It is, of course, in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, in the whole Harry Potter universe down there. And uh, they're calling it the world's first story coaster. So it's really going to take on a narrative element to it as you're going through this thing. What's really unique right away when you see it are the the trains are really unique. You have the choice when you're on this ride to either sit on the motorbike, so you're on the motorcycle. Think of you're like leaning over, holding the motorbike handles, or you can sit in the sidecar. There's a little sidecar. If you've seen Harry Potter, read Harry Potter, you know Hagrid has his bike with the sidecar that Harry sits in. So you can be hair, hey, you can be Hagrid on the bike, or you can be Harry in the sidecar. And I would think that each of those will give totally different experiences to it. Also, they they revealed that there will be seven launches on this thing. Seven launches on a roller coaster. Even if it's not the fastest roller coaster in the world, that's still pretty cool. And it looks like they have some unique elements to it. There's going to be a vertical stall. And you've seen this if you've seen the leaks, but where you're riding on the track and then the track's going to go straight up about 70 degrees right into the air and you will go up, 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 up and stop. And then you will free fall back down backwards and go a different way on the track and then I think after that point is when you're going to go into a building. And in that building, there will be a free fall vertical drop. So the track drops down 17 feet straight down. So you're sitting on it. The entire track is going to go straight down like you're on a drop ride. Also, it's going to be the longest roller coaster in Florida, more than 5,000 feet long. And they are opening this on June 13th. Six Flags America debuting a new coaster. They are calling Firebird. It's a B&M coaster with floorless trains. Looks amazing, but you know what? It's not really new. Before it was Firebird, it was a stand-up coaster called Apocalypse. And before it was Apocalypse, you know what it was? It was Iron Wolf at Six Flags Great America, the very first ride ever built by B&M. This is history. Roller coaster history, Iron Wolf still alive and kicking in a new, it's third form, the ride that will never die. Uh, And I think this is a great move. If you've ever been on Rougarou over at Cedar Point, you know what it's like when they take a stand-up coaster, like a B&M stand-up coaster, and turn it into a floorless train. And what, what that is is if you're sitting in a seat and you look down, there's no floor underneath your feet. So it's just the track dangling. Either the track dangling under you, or if you're hanging off the track, just the ground. It's all it is underneath you, and it really gives you a completely different experience. And let's just be honest, it's a lot more comfortable. If you ever rode Iron Wolf, you know that bicycle seat. You know what I'm talking about. You hit the you hit the loop in certain portions of that ride. That bicycle seat. Mm-hmm, you didn't forget it. That's for sure. All right, so, yeah, as I mentioned, totally changes the experience on the ride, in my opinion. I think it's a really good move, and if you go to the website, wgntv.com slash coastin, I will post a POV of the new ride, and it's fun to watch, especially if you remember Iron Wolf, because I'm watching, I'm like, wow, I totally remember. <laughs> I remember, I've been on it so many times as a kid, so to see it again was, uh, that was pretty cool. But uh, what else is pretty cool is I dug this up. The opening day of Iron Wolf, Here at WGN News, Robert Jordan, who is retired now, but he was one of our anchors for, I don't even know how long he was here. He'd been here forever. He was an anchor reporter. He went out and he did a pretty classic bit at Iron Wolf. I'm going to play the whole thing for you right here. Take a listen
0: distance away you can hear the screams from the brave riders who are at Six Flags Great America to be among the first to experience the Iron Wolf. What sets this space-age roller coaster apart from others is the design. You're riding in a standing position. This is the third one in the United States We just think it's going to be a great, great success, primarily because of the uniqueness of the stand-up feature. Once aboard the coaster, riders stand, but are secured in place by an over-the-shoulder and chest restraint. There is also a bicycle-type adjustable seat for added support. In typical roller coaster fashion, the Iron Wolf slowly climbs up a 100-foot hill only to abruptly rocket down a 90-foot drop at speeds reaching 55 miles an hour before it enters a 360-degree vertical loop towering 80 feet in the air. It was at this point that I said, I don't know where the sounds came from. They just came out. The ride ends with a series of hairpin curves and a corkscrew-type loop that brings the passengers back nearly parallel to the ground before entering the terminal. Now that I've survived the Iron Wolf, I'll admit that I'm no professional, but I am converted to the belief that riding roller coasters can be fun. You don't have to be cool. You can even make loud noises. Robert Jordan, WGN News, at Six Flags, Great America. And he didn't lose his life. (laughs) A few more more gray
1: hairs. How amazing was that? How awesome is that to dig that up? And it's on YouTube, too. Somebody uploaded it to YouTube also. But uh, I just I want to thank Bob Jordan forever because I will just have this at my beck and call (laughs) just to play whenever I want, you know, just so every time I think of, you know, Iron Wolf. or the feeling you got when you, you like, Oh, this is going to be a great idea. But then you started going down the first hill and feeling what that ride was doing to your body. (laughs) You know, that's kind of what was going through your mind. And, you know, he says in the piece that, you know, I don't know where the words came from. I can tell you where this came from that bicycle seat and that ride. I can tell you that's, that's about right about the time that that hits all of a sudden you're like, just, yeah, you know, and then you're like, Oh man, I should not have done this. And even those corkscrews at the end were pretty tight. And the weird forces that you had going on there. Yeah, that was, that was about how, how that goes. So forever in my arsenal, I will have this to just play whenever I, (laughs) whenever I want. And I love Bob, a seriously great guy. And to listen to that, if you're a TV person, he really described it visually. So if you've been on Iron Wolf before, you can picture everything that he's showing. So talk about writing to your video and everything else. So there's your lesson today, kids, in TV news writing. All right, so let's go ahead and get to your messages here. All right, so first up today, I mentioned I got a voicemail. I'm so excited about this. Who gets excited to get voicemail? I do. Because I'm old. All right, so first, this came in from one of uh, our viewers, TV viewers, who saw one of my segments on television, and he is in Mokina, Illinois. Here's what he had to say. Hey,
0: buddy, my name is Rick. I live in Mokina, and I watch your segments on riding the roller coasters, and we get a good chuckle. I was just watching rodeo poker and a bull out there, and he's having his way with some of the folks in there. and. I was just thinking it will be a great segment. I used to ride bulls when I was in high school, in the National High School Rodeo Association, and I'll tell you what, Mr. LeShot, instead of getting in a roller coaster, strap yourself on the back of a bull, you will never forget that ride the rest of your life, and I'll hang my head
2: on that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, time to go down to the old bull yard. Is that what they call it, the bull yard? Yeah! I love that. Rick, I love you, man. I appreciate you. There is no way in heck I am ever getting on a bull. I would die. Man, I get so nervous. Even watching the rodeo makes me nervous. You ever watch one of those rodeo things? Man, those bless their hearts, all those all those guys doing that because they're nuts but i really appreciate it man and that that would be really intense maybe they can make a roller coaster to simulate that experience somehow where as you're riding on like something like raging bull the trains would move and like buck back and forth so you would feel like you're like yeah oh yeah i'm bucking on this bull that's running all over the place see i just came up with something there that's innovation happening right here on coast in the country that's what we're doing So I got some other voicemails, too. I got some other messages, too, from you guys. One came in at marcuslesshock.com. Submit your story. Lee Howerin writes this to me, and I thought this was pretty good. It's a suggestion for podcasts or even a TV series. You mentioned your love of the cross-country road trip. There is no shortage of help for your Orlando or Southern California road trips, but there are great excuses to do regional park road trips. Says, I have friends who do Hollywood nights every year at Holiday World, one of I, I'm interjecting here. I love Holiday World. They know I love them. One of the absolute hidden gems of the theme park world. It is phenomenal place. You have to go there. And they also hit Kentucky Kingdom and Beach Bend Park. I've not been to either of those places. Got to put that on my list. He continues a trip to visit small private parks like Indiana Beach and Waldemere, on the way to Knoebels, I did Knobles last year on WGN Morning News. My dad and I rode Phoenix together. You can see that on my YouTube channel. That was an awesome time. What a really unique, special place Knoebels is. It's phenomenal. I'm going to try. I will get them on the podcast this year on the phone to talk about everything they're doing this year. Uh, it's also neat to get a mountain coaster credit or two, he says, while visiting Dollywood. I've done that also. The Smoky Mountain Alpine Coaster is Fantastic. In Pigeon Forge Even if you don't get to Dollywood Which shame on you If you're not going there If you're going to Pigeon Forge You gotta hit the Smoky Mountain Alpine Coaster Do it at night The lights are fantastic Smoky Mountain Alpine Coaster Remember that And uh, he also adds The number of amusement park options available Available to you In the Philadelphia area Is astounding That's interesting However many little places there are up there I know Pennsylvania's got some really unique Amusement attractions So big thanks to Lee for uh, writing that in Really good suggestions there Um, Some other Messages I got here Steve wrote me on Facebook I'm taking out his last name Was Dolly Parton As nice as she seems Yes Dolly Parton was phenomenal A great person who was so sharp and willing to spend her time with me, but just really you could tell she knew the ins and outs of the business. I think I mentioned this last week, but she was fantastic. And then he continues, were you able to keep your eyes at eye level? Come on. Come on, Steve. One, this is a family show, all right? And two, come on. <laughs> you would you would be shocked at how you probably wouldn't be shocked at how many people sent me that. And Paul Conrad asked me that on TV too. Somebody texted that in also. Yeah. You know what? Dolly, I will say this, looked fantastic. She is a beautiful beautiful woman for you know, what is she 35 years old now? Something like that. She's been around for a while. She is a beautiful beautiful woman and yes, my eyes were at eye level. And we connected, we bonded. I think it was a special 10 minutes and we both went our separate ways. I asked her to get on the lightning rod with me and she would not do it. So that was it. Shame on you, Steven. My goodness. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But thanks to every one of you who wrote it. I got a ton of messages from you guys. I would say most of the messages I'm getting are Chicago-based messages here and people asking about Max Force. If I knew when Max Force was going to open at Six Flags Great America here in Chicago. And I actually just taped a video with the latest on the construction progress going on there. You can see that on my YouTube channel if you want to check that out. Uh, I don't have an official update from the park, and I have asked. They've said they've got nothing to add right now. However... I will be talking to them next week. So I hope to have a little bit more to share about exactly what their timeline might look like at this point. The track is completed. You can see that if you go out to the park and if you watch my video if you're not here in Chicagoland. And uh, they uh, every day, you know, those guys are hard at work out there. It looks like they're getting the queue all set up, they're pouring cement getting that all going the trains now are on site people have posted some pictures of those station is coming together so stay tuned looks like it's getting closer and as i mentioned i will be there next week talking to them and maybe i'll get an exclusive little peek at some of the ride which will be very cool it would be awesome if i showed up and they're like surprise it's ready let's ride it that's not gonna happen But uh, as soon as I know what the timeline is on that, as soon as I get any information that's confirmed about when they plan to open this thing, and hopefully it is open sooner rather than later, and I'll let you know as soon as we do. But uh, that's going to do it for me today. I am taking a week off from the podcast next week for the Memorial Day holiday. You can look for a full... I'll have a full pod on Max Force, everything that I learned out there and I saw firsthand the week... Two weeks from now. So... You have to wait a little bit longer for it, but uh, I should have a lot more to share after that. Really looking forward to it. And as always, connect with me online, all the places I mentioned earlier. Let's keep the conversation going. For now, push down and pull up on your lap bars. I'm Marcus Leshock. Peace out.